It's now time for the rural news. Monique Steele is here with Na Kōrero i Pai Ana Kititai Finua. So our rural news. Uh, kia ora, Monique. Hawke's Bay Regional Council has asked the government for more money for silt removal. Yes, the $44 million that was given to remove silt and woody debris after Cyclone Gabrielle is starting to run low, and crews working to remove it have been told to slow down. Silt Recovery Task Force lead Darren de Klerk acknowledged the slowdown is sitting tough with some growers. It's a stressful and anxious time anyway. Um, you know, your land's been completely devastated. You've been doing everything in your power to try and get it back up and running um, and recover what you can. We're right in the thick of growing season or getting ready for it. So a lot of a lot of those growing kind of squash and maize are right in it right now. It needs to be planted. And orchardists are wanting to spray to protect their crops. And the slowdown certainly hasn't helped. And we're acutely aware of that. So, yeah, there's, there's, there are a lot of challenges and, and our landowners and growers are certainly feeling it pretty hard at the moment. Darren de Klerk says farmers and growers are wanting to get grass seed back in the ground soon to allow for spring growth, so the silt needs to be removed as soon as possible. The best way we can deal with that is to keep moving stuff and seeding and grassing areas to manage dust and what could be a really dry summer, and then obviously managing the risk of job losses and further economic impacts to the region if this was to slow down and and job losses became a real thing. So I think it's kind of a, a number of things to juggle here. And obviously the main thing, how do we get our land and our economy back up and running and back to some form of production? Mr de Klerk says the council has asked the government for more funding for silt removal and is hoping to hear back this week. He understands Wairoa District and Napier City Councils have enough funding at the moment, but they may also hit similar funding constraints in the next coming months. Suction dredging is being trialled in waters around Great Barrier Island to remove the invasive seaweed Calerpa. The pest species, which can grow up to three centimetres a day, was first found around the island in 2021 and has since been discovered around Great Mercury Island, the Bay of Islands, Kawo Island and most recently Waiheke Island. From next week, the Ministry for Primary Industries will begin suction dredging parts of the seafloor around Great Barrier Island to try to remove it. University of Otago Professor of Aquaculture Chris Hepburn says Calerpa carpets the ocean floor so it can have huge environmental impacts and on wildlife too. He says it's worth trying to get rid of. And it's quite easy to say, let's not do anything because it doesn't cost any money. But in the end, if you don't do anything, you don't get a second chance. Calerpa is challenging, right, because it can grow to great depth. And, and the work that's being done is challenging, but it's important. And um, having a go and seeing if some of these tools can be developed and then applied to other species and other situations when Calerpa arrives in a new sensitive place, we need these tools. Otherwise, you know, the impacts could be quite significant and damaging to you know, really important environments for people, but also for their own natural values. Professor Hepburn says eradication of Calerpa is unlikely. However, if no action is taken, failure would be the only outcome. New Zealand's largest egg producer, Mainland Poultry, could be selling the business. It's appointed corporate advisers to work with shareholders to assess their options. Chief Executive John Mackay says while the potential sale is in its early stages, the business will operate as usual, with plans to invest and grow egg production in New Zealand. 
Federated Farmers is calling on the next government to commission an independent inquiry into rural banking because it says farmers are paying higher rates for interest than everybody else. A survey the group did back in May showed the average interest rate farmers were paying was 7.84% and the average overdraft interest rate was just over 10%. Spokesperson Richard McIntyre says rates have climbed further since the survey was done and rural inflation is sitting at around 14 to 17% while well above the country's average of 6%. Farmers are talking to us a lot about how they've noticed that the banks are charging them higher interest rates for their rural lending than they are for residential lending. But there seems to be no clear explanation as to why. So we want to know if the higher interest rates for farmers are increasing banks' profits or cross-subsidising a much more competitive market for home loans. And we'd also like to understand what role regulation is playing in these higher interest rates farmers are paying. The Commerce Commission is doing a market study into personal banking services at the moment, but there's little mention of rural banking. Mr McIntyre says debt levels are far higher for agribusinesses than for residential borrowers, with farmers carrying around $63 billion of debt. The average is 4 to $5 million, so a lot higher in that respect. So when the interest rate comes up a bit, it takes a lot out of farmers' profits, and often they have to borrow, or they are having to borrow quite a bit at the moment just to cover their interest costs. Richard McIntyre says Federated Farmers is also concerned over the number of rural bank branches closing down as it makes it harder for farmers in those rural areas to access services. Politicians will go head-to-head at Mystery Creek tonight for a rural issues debate. Labor's Damien O'Connor, National's Todd McClay, Andrew Hoggard of ACT and the Green Party's James Shaw will debate issues important to the 2.5 million people who live outside the main centres. Organised by Federated Farmers, Dairy NZ and Beef and Lamb, the debate will be live-streamed online. And just lastly, a British bull is going wrong. A British bull is going viral for all the wrong reasons. After footage of him stuck in a sinkhole was posted online, the video of the beast, which lives at Witton Castle Country Park in County Durham, is doing the rounds on social media with nearly three million views. It shows its back legs sticking out of a stink hole, which appears on the farm. It had gone unnoticed until the unfortunate beast stumbled in headfirst and got stuck before becoming completely submerged. Footage shows men using a tractor to pull the bull to safety. The farmer says he's absolutely fine and is back in the field with his pals. And that's the rural news for today. Koyara te purongo o te taifenua. Oh, thank you very much, Monique. That poor bull.